Namaste. So we have a wonderful prayer. All prayers are wonderful. <laughs> There is something human heart has forgotten to pray. It is such a privilege given to man. All because of this arrogance, you know, in the mind. So like pray, you pray. Yes, I pray. It is better to pray than to pray. P-R-A-Y than P-R-E-Y. <laughs> it's so beautiful not to relate with the divine presence something which rises from the heart because the heart has been shut it's become cold that's why we become old one cause of becoming old when heart is cold you become old fast <laughs> when heart is open <laughs> so this is a prayer of June 9th 1914 and so relevant even in times of today O Lord, I am before thee as an offering ablaze with the burning fire of divine union. She is before the Lord and what is she asking? Not that drive away this fear, drive away this. She is saying, unite with me. I want to become one with you. Burning flame as an offering. She is not carrying flowers or coconut or this or that to offer. Myself, I am there before you to offer myself. So beautiful to stand before the divine and say, what have you brought? I brought myself. Will you take it? He will say yes. And that's over. <laughs> After that. <laughs> After that life begins. And that which is thus before thee is all the stones of this house. See what a beautiful prayer this is. Everything that is in your consciousness you carry to the Lord. You are living in a house. Take that house, all the stones of the house, of this house and all that it contains, all those who cross its threshold and all those who see it, not only who are entering it, those who see it, all those who are connected with it in one way or another and by close degrees the whole earth. This is the way to pray. Ma, I am before you to give myself. And I carry with me, when I give, all that is within me, all those who are connected with me, this way, that way, through mutual affection or even through it, whichever way, those who are connected with me, Ma, they are offered to you. And therefore, and through each other, because everybody is connected with somebody else, no, nobody is connected only with you. <laughs> that is an illusion. So with everybody else and through them, the whole earth. What a beautiful prayer this is. From this center, this burning nucleus, which is and will be more and more penetrated with thy light and love, thy forces will radiate over the whole earth. Visibly and invisibly, in the hearts of men and in their thoughts. This is collective yoga. When a person who prays for everyone, becomes and, and the divine puts his hand he becomes a center for the radiation of his love and light on, on the whole earth why because this is a connectedness he has only once again become conscious of that and that he is offering so it's so simple whatever is happening inside whoever is coming in contact with you offer it to the lord rest is his business even this is his business huh? but for the joy of it he lets us have the joy of offering. Otherwise, he'll be so automaton-like, no? There's a joy of offering. It is his. 
It's like he has given it to us. And Shubhendu gives this example of the old time kings and zamindars, they would give as a nazrana. When you offer it to the king, he looks at, you know, he opens, looks at it and says, distribute it, no? This is the idea of prasad, no? You give give to the Laddu Gopal or Lord Venkateshwara and he tasted it. And then, you know, once he has tasted, all those Tirupati Laddus and all the other Laddus go to everybody and they are so tasty. So the thing is, <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, it, it simply means, I have only the Laddus, I have never been to the Lord because this idea that he grants everything to everybody was a bit to me <laughs> difficult to. So I said, see Lord, please have some discrimination. <laughs> Whatever anybody asks, you'll give him. <laughs> Uh, this will create a chaos. But then he smiled. He says, I have my way. I said, okay, fine. Anyways, he gave me a lot of laddus. <laughs> All my life I have received. He, and I am so happy. They are so tasty. One of the tastiest laddus, you know. Yeah, I don't know how they make it. But you offer it to the Lord and then it becomes a prasadam. Everybody has it, isn't it? So it's something so beautiful. So the idea is the same way. That... From such a person who is offering, the Lord tastes, touches and then he, wherever the person goes, now it's the Lord and he will start touching all other centers. Such is the certitude thou givest me in reply to my aspiration for thee. How does the Lord reply? He's not going to say, okay, fine. Some people say that I want to go to Pondicherry, but Whenever the mother calls, so I said, isn't this a call that you want to go to Pondicherry? This thought has come, no? So this thought means what? It's a call. So you're not waiting for a, you know, actual ticket coming by courier, Amazon delivery, <laughs> that, you know, sir, divine wants you. you are, without you, the world will not go on. Please come. Also, a room has been booked for you in guest house. Of course, divine can do that also. That's a different story. But if the if there is a thought, the certitude, that itself is a sign that the divine has spoken to us. If there is certitude of the victory, that's a sign that the divine has already answered. Certitude even of cure. The mother says, somebody asked, Mother, when we pray to you and we have this faith that we'll be cured, does it mean that you have already granted the cure? She says, yes. You can take it like that. The certitude comes because it has been granted. Certitude. There is no more after that, you know, any kind of deviation. So that certitude. And then what happens? An immense wave of love descends upon everything and penetrates all. The only thing worth giving in today's times to everybody. Light, love, peace. These are the things. Peace, peace on all earth, victory, plenitude, marvel. You have forgotten to marvel because we seem to know everything about everything. We don't marvel, as they say, stand and stare when we look at life. We stop marveling because everything we know through our so-called education system, so we have, it has robbed us of wonder. That's so nice, no? Before man went to the moon, so we were child, Chanda Mamacha. What is that thing, image? It's a Khargosh. 
acha okay then we had another story no no it's not a khargosh it is you know gautam rishi had hit the chandrama because he was very annoyed this fellow has played a mischief with me that mark is there oh acha that is there now it is a cold place the other side is not exposed this side is exposed to light some people have still kept the child alive and the wonder alive please keep that alive it's okay that is a material reality of moon but everything has a material reality and occult reality and a spiritual reality gone are the days when things were either only material or spiritual this today's time you have to look at it holistically yes that's the body of moon but where is the moon he smiles is there as the occult reality where is he located on the head of shiva where is shiva you can't see is the brahmandi shiva shiva is that infinite consciousness all pervading oh moon is there so everything is there yes so that is how one has to look at it and then she says something so beautiful oh beloved children addressing us all of us not like see this is june 9th 1914 na huh? this before any formal structure or institution has come into place oh beloved children sorrowful and ignorant the two go together and thou oh rebellious and violent nature rebellious means what not rebellious against the shastras rebellious against god rebellious asuras are they have revolted against the law they don't believe in the law they oppose the law they doubt they throw that that's the nature of the asura rebellious and violent violence is different from strength violence is the sign of the weak a person with a weak vital is violent why is he violent because he doesn't have the strength to master anything so he throws it out in speech and physical action those who use their hands to hit those who through speech try raising the speech then use abusive words because their vital is very weak and they they will not only indulge in this take it in writing they are indulging in many other things because that is the sign of a weak vital but if the vital is strong then it's always calm and peaceful like the lion like lord rama standing majestically and smiling after ravana has said everything he says come let's play arrow arrow <laughs> let's play life and death because they are you know strong natures are never violent weak natures are violent so what should we do she says open your hearts tranquilize your force invariably you will see when all this happens very often you will see the heart closes love the energy of love is healing you'll notice it whenever you have this fever and all the i mean one should be able to be free in the heart and mind but it tends to close and the mind is full of doubts fears you think you are the worst is going to happen for some reason <laughs> so open the heart and then tranquilize your force let it not be a violent rebellious force it is the omnipotence of love that is coming to you she is describing love as the omnipotent why because it's the original power that has gone into the creation the mother says if consciousness has built their creation love is its savior if you want to save yourself better invoke love 
But how will we invoke love if we have no supporting point in the heart? It's a tremendous power. Mother says you need to prepare it. It's the power that transforms. But human beings are so closed. It's like, why? Because very selfish by nature. So we are close to love. And it can smash the doors. It's tremendously powerful. Love is other side of Ananda, we can imagine. Love, Ananda and Beatitude, they go together. It's the omnipotent. Bliss, bliss is the one which is the stuff of everything. So if one is unhappy, that means one is missing out on love. I'm talking of the deep happiness, not the outward, you know, running here and there. So love is the power that needs to be released. So she says, what is coming to you is the omnipotence of love that is coming to you. It is the pure radiance of the light that is penetrating you. And how beautiful this is. 1914, June 9th, this First World War, the Second World War, worse than anything else we can imagine. Now we say things are so bad, just look back, you know, that time. And what is she saying for that time? So how much more it will be applicable now with the supramental manifestation? This human... This earthly hour is the most beautiful among all the hours. Why? Because the matrix of a new time has started. We should just look forward to the new creation. Look at 1914 to 1920 when the first world war, all this Spanish flu, all this was going on. What was Shirobindo busy doing? Releasing streams of a new creation. That is the time when all his, most of his major works, 1916 Savitri has started when the world war has Actually, you know, started engulfing this world. That's how our life should be. Always, you know, go about doing our thing. Read Savitri, be happy. I mean, it's so simple. So she says, it's the most beautiful. I mean, when, oh, this is happening, that is happening. So many people died, so many alive. You should say, I am waiting for the new creation. I belong to that. Whether old creation vanishes, doesn't vanish, preserved, Upgraded, it's not our lookout. But we wait for the new creation. Let each, let all know it and enjoy the plenitude that is accorded. Just this thought can be so beautiful. Imagine, I, I always used to feel that, oh, if this is humanity, then at the end of the day, what is there? Even if you survive, you are still that same old fellow. You survive a virus, you end up nuclear war and finishing people. Very difficult to say. I mean, this if this is it, the ultimate of existence, then it's, it's so limited. Human consciousness is so limited. With all our knowledge, we don't know what's going to hit us the next moment. This is our limitation. Is it really worth dwelling so much upon it? And fortunately, we have now not nirvana only, but we have a new package coming from the divine, the new creation. <laughs> and we are so fortunate and privileged that today we are listening to that. There is a possibility which has been not just a possibility, it's a certitude that it will be. And all that we need to do is to move in that direction. Not even move, to be carried. I owe Saddened hearts and anxious foreheads. Sounds so contemporary, no? Oh, saddened hearts and anxious foreheads. Foolish obscurity and ignorant ill will. Let your anguish be calmed and effaced. 
This is the splendor of the new world that comes. What does it tell us? This is the splendor of the new word. New word that comes. What is that new word? This is the splendor of the new word that comes. I am here. 1914. She brought that new word. I am here. The divine is here. Can we imagine? I mean, I remember once uh, during a relics installation ceremony, so I had to give a talk on Shivendu's relics abroad. So I was just telling, just imagine, forget all that, you know, relics means this, relics means that, and all that technicalities and forces and vibrations. Just think that from today, every day, when you sleep in your city, Shurabindu is there. And we are so privileged and fortunate. Shurabindu is there, mother is there. That's it. Just to live with this idea, this thought, this feeling, life will be so beautiful. Life can be really so simple and beautiful how grand, simple, beautiful, calm life can become if we turn toward the grace. But the human mind, no, no, all this is all, you know, sentiment. <laughs> so what is reality? Hard reality. The word starts with, you have qualified reality is hard, so divine says, okay, I have to be hard. Because he is the reality. So we have qualified reality is hard. So he says, okay, I will come very hard. What is hardest? Death. Cold. Stares blank. It doesn't care. You may be anybody. It comes and takes you. Why? Because no, no, reality is hard. Hard reality we have to see. Harsh reality. So divine comes and in this way. He says, oh, they have made me very harsh. What to do? As yo yatha maam prabadyante. As is man's faith. So I reveal myself to them. <laughs> But if you say reality is beautiful, God is beautiful, kind, merciful, compassionate, full of grace, full of love, full of light. He doesn't punish anybody, doesn't condemn anybody. He is not into the business of putting a note on this side, checks and crosses. What is that? Ticks and crosses. Bad guy, good guy, bad deed, good deed. He is not into that business. He never was. He is into bad or good I pour my love, take it and change. That's all. Then life will be so beautiful. Nothing is required. So we will close with this passage, this part I will read again. Mother is addressing to all of us, to earth, to all of us. And we should sleep with this mother's words and wake up with their words. O beloved children, sorrowful and ignorant, and thou, O rebellious and violent nature, open your hearts, tranquilize your foes. It is the omnipotence of love that is coming to you. It is the pure radiance of the light that is penetrating you. This human, this earthly hour is the most beautiful among all the hours. Let each 
Let all know it and enjoy the plenitude that is accorded. O saddened hearts and anxious foreheads, foolish obscurity and ignorant ill-will, let your anguish be calmed and effaced. This is the splendor of the new word that comes. I am here. The Divine Mother tells us, I am here.